super chipper and happy having just done four days of work. Yay! Hello and welcome to The Legends of Loam. I'm Jonathan Banner, your game master and host of this podcast. I'm Joel and I play Ma Brattle, the level 3 Great Old One Warlock. I'm Heather and I play Willow Lightstep, the level 3 Thief Rogue. Hi, I'm Matt. I play Barnabas Bulwark, the level 3 Devotion Paladin. Previously on The Legends of Loam. So, you fall into a deep dream? Are there any others? kind of thought it would be over. Maybe we're just stuck here. Do I have to make you guys disappear too? I'm gonna go hide now? Are you sure there isn't any other way out of here? Willow, you are shaken awake by one of the other travel members. When you sit up, you hear a slight ting as uh, the circlet falls from your head. Maud, you are still wearing that bracelet. Barnabas, you are being woken up for your shift. You had the last watch of the night. Tightly gripped in one of your hands is that hilt. I have something to tell Lady Miriam tomorrow. I think this time our camera opens with a brief recap of the arena. That final moment right before Barnabas poofs. We zoom in on his eyes and he squeezes them shut for a second and then as soon as he pops them back open and we zoom out and he's sitting in his sleeping bag at the camp. We see brief shots of them packing up camp and coming into town. We see the wagon pass through the city gates with ease. The camera sort of soars out. We see a brief flash of light from over in the the temple gardens area, the area of the city where all of the temples are located. We briefly zoom in and we see that that blink, that spark of light was in fact the portal from the elemental wilderness activating. Um, and we see Willa along with a few other people step out. She still has all of her stuff and the large box that she is transporting. We briefly zoom in on the wood of the box and with that zoom out of the deck right beside of Maud, who is standing there briefly looking at the port and then quickly getting back to work to help them sail into port safely. And with that, we get a nice soar-over shot of the city of Kingsland and our story continues. Alright, Barnabas, so you are coming back into town, um, and you've got Miriam is still in the wagon, Phineas has taken a turn at the reins, and Daria is kind of walking behind the wagon. You guys are easily waved through the gates. Even if you guys are not well recognized, the symbol of Milia on your uniforms and the small one on the actual wagon itself is recognizable by the guards. The guards in the city are more like police. Um, they're not necessarily stopping people from coming into the city, but if there's any problems, they sort it out. So you guys are in the city. I would think that, you know, I would have told Miriam as soon as I woke up and showed her the cursed sword, and I feel like we'd be going, like, back to the, like, main church in that Did area. you do this in front of, like, Phineas and Daria, or did you try to pull her aside and talk to her? I did it in front of everyone. Okay. So they all know this, yeah. and it's... I'm just, I'm just trying to... An honest cat. Did you show her what it did? I told her about the dream. Okay. And I told her what it did, and I tried to like show her example. Okay. Uh, she got very quiet as you were telling her about this 
gauntlet or test or whatever it was that happened in, in your dream? Question mark. And she's remained quiet and told you to keep that hilt hidden. Okay. And that she wants to talk to you in private once you guys get back to the Temple of Milia. Once you get into the city, the streets are kind of packed. You guys have to cross directly in front of the marketplace in order to get... Did I guys ever show you... I know I've shown you briefly an image of the city. Let me see if I can grab that real fast to show you guys. Um, just so we can get a general sense of the area. I have like every map in like four different <laughs> stages and none of them are completed. The closest one is the continent map of the human continent. So Matt, you guys are coming in through here. Mm -hmm. Willa, you guys are coming in here. The portal is in basically adjacent to and taken care of by the temple of the deity of the Fae, Poltrat Hudo. Basically, they just watch over everything. Elemental wilderness. And therefore, with the portal here, it kind of extends to them as well. Most of the the portals have at least one cleric or priest on, not on staff, but you know what I mean. Okay. They're just to field any questions or anything like that. They use it as a great marketing tool as, yes, through the poverty of our god, this is possible. So Cool. So I'm basically in a big temple district at this point. Yes. Okay. Good. You need to go to church. <laughs> yes. Take Actually, your soul I plan to. Take your soul <laughs> to church and... Uh, the offering. Yeah. Joel, Maud will arrive in the ports area more... Okay, so you'll come in actually more to the south, near all these tourist traps that I have conveniently marked. <laughs> I mean, do I need to make a saving throw to avoid being caught in them? Possibly. <laughs> but, uh, I think you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> so, Matt, as you guys are coming through past all the markets and everything. The markets never really shut down, so there's it's always busy through there, and movement is very slow. Willa, what are you... You've gotten out, out of the portal. Yep. There's not really customs, but they make sure you've paid and everything, um, and then just let you go on your way. Okay. While I'm in the temple district, mm -hmm. I'm just going to superstitiously make a stop by several different temples and leave small okay. offerings, especially at Fordham's, but at multiple different ones, because... That's who I am. Are there any specific ones you would like to go to? Not specifically. Okay. Besides Fordham. Just generically cover my bases. <laughs> gotcha. Spending more time at Fordham or? Probably a little bit. Okay. As you enter into um, Fordham's temple sanctuary, it's, let me pull this up because there's actually a couple interesting things that I would like to just walk through with you. Good, interesting, or should Heather be worried? Interesting. <laughs> Always, yes. <laughs> worried is like a constant state. <laughs> At least you're armed right now. For now. For now. And by the way, I'm doing my level best to look as innocuous, normal passerby as possible. With this not at all suspicious box. <laughs> which is. Lar as large as you are? Mm hmm. It, it's all my stuff I'm traveling with. Is it on your back, or are you wheeling it more like a suitcase? I'm probably going to have to wheel it on a small cart or something, because I don't think I can carry it. Okay. You arrived here at the circle and had to go through the temple for Pocotudo. And then you can go to various different temples and whatnot. But when you go to the Temple of Fordham, you find the entire thing surrounded by a large hedge maze. Hmm. There's a sign over the entrance that says... Only those with true luck can find their way to his altar. Do you still try to enter? 
Why not? I'll give it a try. Okay. What's the worst that could happen? So this is going to be a... So in, in this game, I have added something called a luck roll. Basically, what I'm doing is I'm taking the number of times you guys are getting critical failures and critical successes, tallying them, and transferring that into a D100 roll, more or less. Seeing if your characters are actually more lucky or not. So far, two of you are doing great on that. <laughs> so what I would love is a D100 roll. Okay. And I will tell you, the slower the number, the better it is. Uh... <laughs> actually, no, that's good. The, that's a nine. Yeah, actually, that's yes. That's a zero nine. That is. Okay, yeah. Cool. You easily just like zip through, and actually at one point, you see there's a small break in the hedge, and you can just kind of slip through, and you're right there at the door. Sweet. So you easily make it into, um, it's more like a small pavilion. It doesn't have walls, but the roof extends far enough that no weather, well, and the hedge is protected enough that nothing really gets in here. There's a small chest up on the altar that is closed. Uh, there's a few attendants around if you want to talk to them, and there's benches, and there's a couple people sitting around. This is not one of the most traveled to temples. Uh, you did see a number of people in the maze, but it doesn't look like a lot of them have made their way in here. Okay, well, I'm just gonna say a quick prayer for luck to get this safely where it's needing to go and make an offering and then I'll probably head out. Give me a religion uh, ha, 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 ha. Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. Uh, 17? No, that's not bad. Alright. I don't want to influence your actions <laughs> but do you leave anything on the altar or in the chest for him? I'm gonna leave some gold. How much? Um, 10. Okay. Everything goes pretty smoothly and... Check my way back out. It's very easy to find your way out. The maze seems to push people out to the exit. Um, and there's actually like a couple exits on it. It seems to push people towards the exit as opposed to pull them to the center. Well, at least people aren't likely to get stuck that way. Exactly. The truly unfortunate. <laughs> yes, the truly unfortunate. <laughs> like when you were wandering it, you never saw any dead ends. They just... Didn't lead to the center. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna stop the dead. <laughs> yeah, that too. Okay, Joel. Yes. You guys get to the wharf and start um, um and start unloading all of the um, cargo and suitcases. Luggage. luggage. Thank you. Words. Words. <laughs> Very difficult. Uh, all of the luggage here. You did not bring terribly much with you. Not much, because I was yeah. in a bit of a hurry. Yeah. So you can leave even before they finish unloading the um, the cargo, luggage, okay. etc. Um, and then you are in Kingsland. Cool. Um, I think first things I want to do are to sell some of the unnecessary stuff I have, at least so I have enough money to make my survival, I guess. To okay. pay for things I need to. Are you looking to sell it all at a single place or to do a, like, not necessarily shop around, but go to some more specialty places and sell stuff to different people? I mean, it'd probably be one of those, like, because the weapons areas in the... Right. In the way, I'd probably be selling my crossbow there and then... Saying, so you're going to completely ignore <coughs> the tourist traps? Um, probably. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not exactly interested in them at the moment. And then if they were willing to, like, pretty much be like, hey, I also need to sell some leather armor, do you know where I can sell that? 
Roll me a persuasion. We'll see how well you <laughs> talk to these people and how well, like, if they send you to someone else. Gotcha. Um, and we'll just do one roll for selling all of this stuff. Um, well, those are the only two things I have to sell. The leather armor and leather armor crossbow. and the light crossbow. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that is a eighteen. Pretty good. Yeah. Decent um, start. Holy enough, How much? <laughs> that stuff normally actually sells for. Yeah. Thousand gold for Joel. <laughs> I was very persuasive. <laughs> uh, so for your light crossbow, he will give you 20 gold pieces. Okay. Then he'll send you to a friend who, he'll take the leather armor and he'll give you, um, I'll only give you about six for the leather armor. Okay. This is a decent starting point. Yep. That's a lot more than I had before. Yes, indeed. Cool. From there, I would probably head over initially probably to the uh, temples yeah. um, to go and probably make a minor offering, probably not much, but to go to uh, Acor and Itkator uh, to just thank them for the uh, safe trip before carrying on the other things I need to do. Okay. Willow, what are you doing once you finish in the temple? Probably just kind of scoping out the town. I don't think I've ever actually been here before. So finding out kind of where things are, I'm needing to head towards the capital. So just finding out where to make travel arrangements, where to stay, that sort of thing. All right. Maybe aimlessly wandering. And you all to roll me perception checks. Okay. Ooh. 16. Nat 20. Nat 20. All right. So, Willa, you notice Barnabas. It's a little hard not to. He is pretty much the only Minotaur in the city that you've seen so far anyway. He's walking beside a large wagon that also has the crest of Nilia on it, and they are headed towards the temple garden area as you are walking towards the main part of town. What do you do? My eyes are going to get huge, (laughs) and I'm going to get this weird expression on my face for a minute. Then I'm going to school it as quickly as I can and kind of sneakily walk up to him. Just be like, excuse me. Are you trying to stealth at all or are you just kind of working your way through the crowd? Yeah. Okay. Trying to not be like super obvious, but... Okay. Barnabas, you see her before she gets up to you. Uh, who's like steering the... Phineas. Phineas. Is steering the wagon. My eyes get big. You're not as big as yours. I don't think that's why I have really big eyes, but... And I kind of jab at Phineas, like, that's the chick from my dream last night. The reindeer on the roof are inside. <laughs> Just the clip-clop of the horses. Yep. <laughs> um, Very inconsistent. <laughs> yes. Phineas is looking wildly around, but does not specifically see her. He's like, where? Where? The short one. <laughs> he got a two for perception, so I think you point... But you are directly between him and Willa, so he can't see through you at Willa. I tell him to keep the horses on course, and I run up to her. Okay. You guys approach each other. Okay. This might sound crazy, but... but you were in a dream of mine. I'm not crazy! No, you're not, and, I won't, and I'm going to try to implore you to come with me so you can talk to Miriam and the other people in Malia. I don't normally go with strangers like that. But something strange is going on. If We've been through an ordeal, so I don't think we're exactly strangers anymore. You were pretty upright and not too creepy at that point, so... Have you seen the magic guy at all? No. 
Mm. Is he real too? I would assume he was since you're real and I'm real. Oh, he is going down. I think with that, like, you start looking around. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you easily see him walking up the path. He was a good probably 50 feet behind the wagon. Not paying too much attention, but Maud definitely sees Barnabas because he's a giant freaking minotaur standing. <laughs> you guys have kind of like stopped in the middle of the street of people too. So while you probably don't see Willa right away, you definitely see Giant Minotaur. Well, this is unexpected. Did we hear him? She definitely saw him. And with that 18, you definitely like look at the direction she's looking at and you guys all see each other. Oh, do I see her now? After a few moments, the crowd parts enough that yes. <laughs> I had this like, oh, this isn't expected. This could go great. And then I see Willa I'm like, why do all the hints and did terrible things for me? You. I know that I had poofed before their final fight, but I don't remember if, like, they had started before I had poofed. No. You were bye-bye okay. before that ever yeah, happened. because that only happened after the last other person. And I'm just like, oh, there he is. Go up and say hi to him. <laughs> yes, I think I shall. Um. You killed me! I Whoa. As I start running in the opposite direction, yelling, Barnabas, protect me! Can I, like, roll to pick her up by the scruff of her outfit? Yes. <laughs> like, athletics or strength? So it sounds like a grapple. Okay. So it would be athletics versus acrobatics or athletics. Yeah. I got a 12. Totally. Uh, 16. Okay. I think you grab her cloak, it slips over her head, and so you're just left holding a cloak while she's walking towards him. Better run, dude. <laughs> Don't I'm moving in the opposite direction. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, I got out of hand. I just want to talk. About, about what? Obviously something weird is happening. Yes, I noticed. You're here. Yeah, you are too. Yeah. And he is too. Yes, some, t some days I do wake up and find that weird as well. Some days? Wait, has this happened to you before? I mean, more on a, like, existential level. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Come here. That's okay. As I slowly inch towards them. Well, it's awfully convenient that both of you are here, because I'm sure that uh, several people want to talk to you. I kind of like motion for them to follow me. Like who? Like? Like my church, you know, the, the one I said I'm from that I'm obviously from, because I was walking with them. That wasn't the most suspicious way to say that possible, but I believe you. I'm finding Maud more and more of an appropriate ally at this point. <laughs> Okay, I blessed you and everything. <coughs> this night, is so. true. Like I said, not entirely creepy. Um, yeah, Maud would be willing to follow Barnabas. I guess. <laughs> I'm taking all my stuff with me, though. Speaking of your stuff, you noticed that the large box is now gone. Good. Um, in all of that, um, you let go of the handle of it for just a few moments, and in that time, it's disappeared. Okay, I am going to frantically look around and try to find where it went. We're only perception. Because that's totally going to work. Non-nat 20. Nice. You don't see it because there's a huge crowd of people and all you really see is legs. But you do manage to pick out of all of the noise that squeaky left wheel that was on the cart. And it's headed off into the weapons district area. Okay. I imagine you guys haven't met like almost right at the gate between the shops and guild areas mm -hmm. and the temple gardens. Um, and it's headed off in this direction. Okay. I'm gonna yell out, stop, thief! And start running in that direction. Well, that's the pot calling the kettle black. Sweet irony. Willa takes off running. I'm gonna run after her 
and I'm gonna tell Maude to follow because I want to keep us all in the same area. I'm gonna be like a wrangler, even though I'm the cow and you guys are <laughs> the not cows. What sweet irony. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll hesitate for a second and then regretfully follow suit. <laughs> awesome. There's no streetwise in 5th edition. There was in 4th. Yeah. I um. She's an urchin. Yes, I am. Okay. So. Um, so that lets you move faster through this, and mm-hmm. with them trailing behind you, they can easily keep up. Mm-hmm. You are in a different city than normal, so it's not like you know these alleyways or anything. You just mm-hmm. know how to move through a crowd, which speeds you up a lot. And then these guys can easily he can. Uh, I just follow closely yeah, behind exactly. the Minotaur. Part of this, uh, they, people see him coming and they move out of his way. But you guys easily make it back into kind of the side streets. And you see a um, young-ish, probably about 14-year-old human with, with the small crate that you were transporting, pulling it through the alleyway, which isn't really paved and is significantly muddier. So it's having a hard time wheeling it through that. Can I try to intimidate him to stop? Sure. I like yell in my big booming. <laughs> roll first. Yeah. Nineteen. Nice. Oh, nice. Knowing that you're going to succeed, what do you say? I yell, "Stop, thief!" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he looks up. He sees you pushing your way through the crowd, and he sees a very small, uh, a halfling, basically come rocketing out of the crowd directly at him. He should be more afraid of her. <laughs> he lets go of it and just. Books it down the alley. Fair enough. I really don't care about him as long as I get my stuff back. Yeah, you you easily recover it. It is slightly dirty mm. at this point. That's okay. And that squeaky wheel is a lot worse. Good but, stuff. Yeah. Um. Thanks, guys. I wasn't expecting you to help me with that, but appreciate it. Um. This is some pretty important cargo I'm supposed to be delivering. So. There's one thing I can't abide by. It's a thief. It's true. It's terrible. Terrible thing, but he's probably a very unfortunate child who just needs some help, you know? We'll let him go for now. Well, it'll probably be a little bit difficult to catch him at this rate anyway. So we, I'm guessing we regroup and I try to wrangle you two back into uh, the temple district. (laughs) I mean, are you guys going willingly? Sure, why not? They helped me. Plus, you could just pick me up and carry me in. (laughs) Very good. Okay, so you guys make your way into the Temple Gardens area and make your way over to the Temple of Milia. You guys have to go through the... So the way the temples are set up is they're kind of grouped in sections of this area. So you have all of the different schools of magic in one area, all of the children of of, um, Natura, the the god of nature, all of them are in one area. And then the rest of them are kind of split... Um, so you guys actually have to walk through the temple of Praechorus, the god of protection, before you get to the temple of Milia. So it's not really, there's kind of a wall, but it's it's just easiest to walk through there to then get to uh, Milia. But once you get in there, it's a decent-sized temple. It's a large, round building um, with a dome on top. As you walk in, the dome itself is beautiful stained glass that the sun above just shines through, causing cascades of thousands of different colors all over the place. It's a little busy looking, but there's definitely order in that chaos. Cool. So, where are we going in here? I could, I'm going to try to try find my, one of my traveling companions and look around for them. So, yeah. perception. Yep. Okay. Seven. 
You don't see any of them, but another, there was an acolyte waiting at the door for you, mm-hmm. saying that uh, High Priestess Miriam wants to speak to you as soon as you have returned. Okay. Uh, and that she is in her office. I just say, come on, fam, and we <laughs> go walking, which I assume I'm familiar with this place. Yes. So. Okay. <laughs> he takes you back through back corridors of this temple. They're still nice and whatnot, they just don't... It's very plain in the back. And he leads you to... Um, Small door towards the back that's slightly ajar, and inside you can see the High Priestess, uh, High Priestess Miriam here in for this temple. And she's actually, if you guys want to roll religion to know more, you can, or you don't have to. But as soon as she sees Barnabas outside her door, she'll wave you in. Going to explain to her that um, I found people that were actually participants in my dream, and was so, it? So, so these are the participants of your dream. Yes, the the. Test. Hello, uh, I am High Priestess Miriam. I am in charge of this temple and most of the temples here on the uh, the continent of Avalon. It's a pleasure to meet you. Young Barnabas here told me about this dream of sorts. High Priestess Miriam is she's human. She's in her sixties. She has a fair amount of gray hair um, that you can still see streaks of dark brown in it. There's occasional white hairs in there. Her office is fairly neatly kept, but you can tell that... Barnabas, did you tell the other two that you where you had been or what you had been doing? I don't. I don't no, okay. that. You guys see like a traveling pack kind of sitting against the wall, starting to be unpacked, but it doesn't look like it's been there for long. So what do you two make? I mean, while you two have no reason to actually talk to me, I would like to know more about this dream and therefore the implications of it that young Barnabas has. Honestly, we, or at least I would love to know the same. I'm pretty clueless at this point. Yes, I suppose the same could be said for me as well. I don't really know what exactly happened. Not exactly in the habit of waking up and finding that my dreams are real. It appears I didn't make it through the entire test, so there are parts that I have missed that they might know more about. Like, who actually won. So do you two know what happened after young Barnabas fell? Mm, about that. Yes, about that. <clears throat> well, it did end up being uh, left to the two of us at the end. Don't worry, no hard feelings. With the most sincere face I can possibly muster. That's good. <laughs> can I do a uh, insight check? <laughs> sure, is that a deception? <laughs> totally. Okay. Eleven. I only rolled a nine, though. Okay. Yeah. That's my... That's good. <laughs> I sense some rising tension. In there. I, I see. And what happened once you were alone? Um, I... As far as I can remember, I just woke up. Interesting. And you both received an item from this? I'm going to point to my head where I've got the circlet woven into my braids. Gotcha. I pulled up my bracelet. May I, may I see the items? And she'll gesture to all three of you. And I'll pull mine out immediately and hand it to her. I'll reluctantly unweave mine. Hold it out, pull it back for a moment, and then hand it over. <laughs> I'll kind of, a little hesitation, but take my bracelet off and hand it to her. Awesome. She's going to do um, some checks on these things to cool. see what she can learn. <laughs> Uh, not a lot. 
Oh. A two, a one, a three, and a six on the dice. Yep, I think I'm gonna change some dice out. Anyone want those dice? <laughs> I think you should use this when you're trying to kill us. Okay. Oh no, I used my red kill die for that. <laughs> she cannot make much out of these. She knows they have great power, but and she knows that they correspond to different deities. She can easily make out um, on each one of them. Though some of them are hard to see, each one of them has the mark of a different deity on it. So, like, your circlet has a very small mark of Malia mm-hmm. on it, while your hilt, like, on the very bottom of it, there is a symbol for Muto. And on the bracelet, inside some of the different beads that make up this, there's the mark for Acor. But you guys already knew that. She doesn't really get you any more information than what you already know. So this, this dream that you describe, I have only read about it once before. It is in some religious books that um, I've only had the pleasure to hold and read once. So my recall on them may not be precise, but it sounds as if you were part of a champion's test. They are held very rarely. Um, once in a millennium, or even rarer. They are called upon when the deities need champions of their own. Champions? For what end? That is the part that I cannot remember. Hmm. That's helpful and also kind of crazy. Not champion material. Well, you're chosen by a deity then you are given free will to choose which deity you will serve. Hmm. The item that you... She'll, she'll hand the items back to you guys after she does her inspection of them. The item is your bond with your with the deity that you are a champion for. Okay. I'm just try, I'm trying to hide my disappointment. <laughs> I am this item. Out of character. I feel so bad. <laughs> no, that's cool. Just like trying to hide the icon on the hill. <laughs> so yeah, out of character... <laughs> Barnabas was definitely Malia's champion. Maybe. I mean, there's some possibility it was one of the other deities that saw him and for whatever reason thought he would be a good champion. But, yeah. But but I'm afraid that is all I know of these items and what he went through. The book that I read was in the... Um, there were the temple libraries of Scientia in Hightower. I will write you... If this is something you wish to pursue, I will write you a note that will allow you entry into that library if you should choose to go to Hightower to pursue this. Something that's serious would be good to know more about. Guys, I think we got our call to adventure. (laughs) Barnabas, as long as you pursue this, your duties here at the temple are suspended. You may do as you please. While you are a... Paladin of Milia, you are now the champion of Muto. It's complicated, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. And I'm going to pursue this. So, is that in character? I cannot tell with you. You don't really have a character voice. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? That was in character. Okay. I should like hold my hand up whenever <laughs> I'm talking to any character. No, you just hold both hands up, right at the head. Yes. Yes, just okay. like that. Okay, I'll do it now. <laughs> that won't get awkward at all. <laughs> Well, they, they won't see it. They won't care. This is true. <laughs> but they can imagine. Yes. Yeah. 
That's now just I want to go draw fan art for my own story <laughs> of you as a minotaur holding your hands up. Um, you, you all, you all are welcome to stay here at the temple. We have they are sparse accommodations, but they are they are decent, and um, we will provide food and shelter as long as you get here in the city. And anything else that we can provide. Do you have any questions for me? I do want to ask if she knows the significance of Joel's character winning. No. She doesn't even know if that was winning. <laughs> Could have been someone else that came in and I just blacked out. And... She doesn't know the significance of the test or what it was for. She can't remember that part, basically, um, of why these events, these champion tests, happen in the first place. She doesn't know that. She just knows that occasionally they happen when the gods need champions to act either for them or instead of them, if that makes sense. Okay. okay. While we are in the Temple of Melia, I would like to ask if they have like either a book or something of basically like a primer, since I don't know that much about her, and if I'm going to be oh. representing her, uh, I'd like some basic knowledge. Yes. Uh, oh, yes, we can... Um, we have a few pamphlets we can give you, um, as along with um, we have a few we have a few books that we give to the acolytes so that they can learn some of her great deeds throughout the ages. We will happily give you a set that you can take on your journey and explore and learn from her more. You can also Barnabas has passed all of his studies. Oh yeah, <laughs> top four in the class <laughs> in a class of five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, uh... It's better than this class Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming there's, like, a lot of, a lot of kids in the class. <laughs> but he has grown up in the care of our temple for years. Okay, cool. That's helpful. I just want some basic knowledge so I don't do anything too offensive and cause too many problems. The mere fact that you're asking that is a great offense. <laughs> I'm sorry! At this moment, just remember that he's the god of civilization, community, and family. She I can do that. All three of those domains. She also says, while you are still here in Kingsland, we do have the largest temples this side of Hightower. And even some of ours here are larger than those you will find in Hightower. You may wish to find the temple corresponding with your item, with your patron deity, and at least offer up a prayer or two and see what you can learn about them. Willa, was it? Yes. I'm happy to walk you through anything you need to know about um, Argonus. That would be appreciated. God is male. Is, I thought that... No, Melia is male. Oh. Hmm. I think I've called her God, him goddess like three or four times because it's so close to Millie, which is yeah. a female name. Yeah. I like retcon it to be Millie. No. <laughs> I like the idea of you like growing up <laughs> in, the, in the church and you just realized now. <laughs> Yeah, so while they're all based on Latin names, none of them are based on the genderizing <laughs> or the, you know, suffixes and their implied gender. Oh well. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, I'm gonna follow Miriam's advice and go visit Amuto. Is Amuto a boy? Amuto is um, neither in both. Okay. It's shifting. <laughs> like the sword. Oh, that's clever. Uh, so we'll we'll go through these like one at a time. So 
math. This grouping up here is all of the different schools of magic. Uh, there is a deity for each one. Amuto is the god of transmutation. Transmutation. All of the different temples for the different schools of magic are all the same size, like down to an inch. Um, so you had one god of magic who was the deity of all magic, which was too stressful. It literally, he tore himself apart into eight different deities and able to, to be able to handle all of that magic. And that is where the eight schools of magic come from. One for each of his children. So Amudo, the god of transformation, is one of those. So you can easily, you easily make your way over into the more magical area of the temple gardens. And you easily find his pagoda, and there is, it is an altar covered in water, and the water is flowing. You don't see any point where the water is like coming out of the altar, but it's flowing off the edge into, um, into nothing, actually. Hmm. It's evaporating before it hits the ground. The states of water changing. Okay. That's clever. Okay. Thanks, I came up with it just now. <laughs> wow. So... There are uh, acolytes around. You can talk to them if you would like, or if you would just like to pray or leave an offering. Or I'd like whatever. to kind of pray and try some one-on-one -on -one communication with them. Okay. So I like get I get down to the altar, and I say, for whatever reason you chose me to represent you, or maybe not, not very clear, it's very complicated, but I'll try my best to represent you, and I... Hope that you'll do your best to maybe make my travels less of a burden. I'll do a religion check for that. Uh, so 11. You don't get any response, but that's not uncommon. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will leave five gold at the altar. Uh, when you plunk the gold down on top of it, there's some brief frost that forms over it. And then the frost melts, and with it, the gold disappears. It's like a magical version of that uh, coin track where the coin spins around. <laughs> They've had a bunch of that actually throwing gold into it today, but I'm not going to. And that's all my business I really okay. want to do. So, um, well, as we were all leaving Miriam's office, <laughs> I was thinking I was going to kind of like hesitate as they like exit and then uh, kind of close the door a little bit behind me. Um, and come back into the office. Okay. And pull out the uh, book that I borrowed. Okay. And ask her, would you happen to know anything about this sort of thing, Miriam? She will take the book from you, and she'll look at it. Let's see. Time to roll some dice. <laughs> you know, the idea that game we're playing. Wait, what? Okay. This is a very dangerous thing. I can notice. <laughs> See, so you've read it. Unfortunately. All of it? Not all of it. You walk a dangerous road and do not know if I can help. I see. Well, I have answers that I can hopefully seek in Hightower as well. So we'll continue the journey there for both reasons now. I might can slow it. Really? Possibly. Would you like me to try? Yes, if you don't mind. She'll reach out for your hand. Okay. I want you... Well, you did well with it. I want you to roll me a charisma saving throw. Okay. That's a 16. Okay. You black out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. 
Uh, Joel, roll me a d6. Okay. Five. You know you blacked out. Like, you... You know how sometimes you know you're unconscious, but, like, not during a trip? Does that make sense? I mean, I've only been unconscious, like, one time outside of, like, surgery or being asleep. Okay. Okay, fine. Uh, You know... Have you ever been in a dream that you know is a dream? Do you? Yes. But there's nothing happening in the dream? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you're, you're aware that you're in your mind, but there's not anything... There's no, like, visuals. There's no sounds or anything. You're just kind of in your mind. Yeah. In a blank space. Okay. And then you're back. Give me an insight on Miriam. <laughs> that would be a nat one. Okay. She looks tired. But she's like, oh, you, you, you better go. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and I will leave and go to the Levecor. Question for the DM. Yes. Can I have noticed that he was doing that as we were leaving and tried to eavesdrop? Absolutely. Awesome. What do I need to roll? Um, roll me perception first. 16. Okay. Did you try to go back into the room or just at the door? I just want to hide behind the door and listen. Okay. Um, so you heard that conversation. You know there's something up. There's something. Um, so she took his hand, presumably. It got very quiet. And then you heard... Very low rumble. Weird. That gradually got louder and louder until the door that you were standing at is shaking. Like rattling the door. Like, you know, someone's on the other side rattling the doorknob kind of rattle. And then there's silence, but not like just nothing's making sound, but like the absent of sound. Okay. And then she says, okay, you can go. And he comes towards the door. Okay, and I'm gonna try to sneak away without him knowing that I was there. Okay. Stealth and perception. Sixteen? Six. Oh. Okay. You sneak away without him knowing. Okay. Secret secrets <coughs> are no fun. <laughs> hey, now she's being secretive. Secret secrets are no fun, Heather. Oh, but that's my job. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know that. This is true, <laughs> because I'm reading it such a good secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel. All right. Uh, so the Temple of Acor yes. is way down here. So you come down to... There's actually like a cliff edge here. Okay. Um, cliffs. But the temple is right on the edge of it, and there's actually a large staircase going down to the beach area. Okay. Um, and as you're approaching it, you notice that all of this down here are shipyards, where they're building ships or repairing ships mm-hmm. or just even scraping barnacles off the hole. Mm-hmm. And you notice... Not everyone there, but there seems to be a number of them in, they're in work clothes, but they also have the sigil of Acorn on them. And they seem to be like the foremen or the people in charge. Mm -hmm. And then there's, it's not a shack, but there's a decent sized, almost like a beach house kind of thing, on the cliff before you would walk down, which is the temple for Acorn. Okay. And you would know with your time with ships and whatnot that the acolytes of Acor, part of their duties is to take care of ships and to learn about the ocean through not really sailing, but knowing enough about ships to know about the ocean. And that's part of their 
duties as um, acolytes. Gotcha. A decent number of sailors come through the temple of Acor, but don't proceed past the acolyte stage. They kind of get the basic training and whatnot, and the ship training, and then they go sail off before they fully become part of the priesthood. Okay. But yeah, everything inside this this house, it's well furnished. You can tell there's been decent enough like offerings because a lot of people travel by ship, a lot of merchants and everything. So coming and donating a little doesn't guarantee you a safe travel, but it helps. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been able to keep up this temple fairly well. The altar itself here is fairly plain. It looks a little bit like driftwood. You can see it's got some salt-encrusted crystals on it, but it's very well kept. The altar is kind of almost like a patio with an overhang or like a balcony that looks directly out on the ocean, and that's where the altar is. So if you're looking at the altar, you are looking at the ocean. Lovely. Okay. I'd like to go up to uh, pray and make a small donation. Yeah. Roll me a religion check first. Uh, seven. Okay. Knowing that it's not the best, <laughs> uh, what do you say? Uh, uh, uh. I don't know exactly what's going on, Acor, but, uh, you know, thanks for at least helping me get here safely. For whatever purpose. I don't know what exactly is going to happen all with this champion thing, but I hope that I can actually find some answers and stuff. Yeah. And I'll leave four gold for a donation. Okay. How is Acor a boy or girl? Acor is a snail. You all somehow <laughs> managed to... Um... I did not have my horns on. This was out of character. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's all I... Uh, you mentioned earlier that you wanted to go to a couple other temples. Did you want to? Um, you right now I'm probably distracted enough. Because okay. I was going to go to Acor and Kator, mm-hmm. so I got one of them out of the way anyway. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I'm probably I mean, distracted so, enough, I would probably just head back to uh, that's Amelia's temple at the um, moment. If you I wanted might, to, I but I'm not. stop in a little later. Okay, I'm that's fine. But. Whenever I suggest stuff like this, it's <laughs> more me thinking, oh crap, I didn't explain that earlier, they don't know how that works. <laughs> not, you should do this. <laughs> uh, just like I didn't explain that there's a way out of town up here. Um, I can still leave. Yeah. I mean, well. And I'm sure there's half a dozen other things I haven't explained. <laughs> So I guess we'll all reconvene at the Temple of Amelia. Yeah. Did you want to do a special prayer? Sure, why not? Okay. Um, religion check first? Yes, religion check first. Okay. That's an impressive four. <laughs> Roll okay. good in religion. Yeah. What do you say if you say anything at all? I don't know what I'm doing, and I think you've got the wrong person, but... If you really want us to go through with this, you're going to have to help because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. It's pretty silent. Yeah, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Definitely feeling it. I think I may have stolen it from the person who's actually supposed to get it. I'm not sure. But, uh... A little while later, after you look like you're done, you just don't know what to do next. Yeah. Um, an acolyte will come up to you with several books. These are for you. Would you like me to lead you to where you will be staying? That would be great. Thanks. He takes you back. There was a small, basically a small dormitory behind the temple. And they house both 
the clergy for Milia as well as for Prochorus because they're both kind of in that section. Okay. There's a female dorm and a male dorm. And they lead you to things like a hostel. Okay. Um, bunk bed. That works. I'll find a relatively secure place to store my stuff. Yep. Box and all. Yes. There aren't a ton of locks or anything, but... Cover it um, with a blanket or something. <laughs> just sleep on top of it. There we go. <laughs> it's big enough. You almost could. Cool. I'm probably just going to, like, chill and rest and all for a little while. What time of day is it going to be? We'll say it's still... It's afternoon, but later afternoons. We'll say okay. probably about four. Okay. Maud, when you come back and Acolyte is there, ready to take you back and show you where you'll be staying as well. He's staying close to you, but it's not like you guys are sharing bunk beds. Slumber party! You two do get some interesting looks from people, because one, you guys aren't like dressed like Acolytes, and if you, if you were new Acolytes, they would have given you clothing mm-hmm. to be Acolytes. It's not uncommon for there to be like a random person staying in these, but it's not something that happens every day or even every month. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be go six months before someone stays for a night or two. Cool. And the game is yours. <laughs> <laughs> the game is afoot. I'll, um, since me and Phineas and Daria are kind of done with our thing, I'll um, invite us all out, go to the, the uh, temple mess hall. It's actually outdoors. It's kind of between the two dorm rooms. They've got tons of tables and chairs set up and everything. And there's a there's like an overhang and everything so that if it does rain, you guys aren't going to get wet, but it is outside. And there's just a very simple stew that's being served. Cool. I will probably go grab food also, although yeah. I won't be intrusive and sit with them. <laughs> I'm going to say that a young human woman comes up to you and says, Hey, I'm a friend of Barnabas. We're all grabbing food if you want to come join us. That's very kind. I'm Willa. Thank you. And uh, Daria will bring you over to the group. She's staying in a bunk not far from yours in the in the dorm room. So yeah, hearing there, I'm assuming you guys are talking in the dormitory. Mm-hmm. Hearing that, I'd probably. After a little bit, go and grab some as well. Especially after all the adventures on the sea and all. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm actually getting hungry. By the way, you did not feel... You physically didn't feel anything after High Priestess treated you. Mm-hmm. But you don't know if you were supposed to or not. Yeah. So It's kind of a happen Exactly. Fast. Super fast. Totally. Yeah. Four solid minutes. Fast. He <laughs> was pretty fast. Well, then not as fast since I was somewhat you conscious. conscious. I mean, you weren't floating in nothingness for four minutes or anything. Yeah. You were there long enough to realize that you were not conscious and then you were back. Mm-hmm. There was that low rumbling for about four minutes. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> Absolutely horrifying. I'm simply giving him weird looks as he approaches. Which really isn't that weird considering you've been kind of giving you looks the whole time. So... Yeah, no. It's just these ones may not be as daggers. They're more like, do you creepy? <laughs> I'm like, what? With great magic comes great creepiness. <laughs> the mod brothel story. <laughs> I am going to be regaling my friends with what we went through. Because I'm pretty sure I kind of told them mm-hmm. when we were, you know, outside the city. I'll be like, yeah, and she, um... Like, just ran around and do that much, and he, even though he didn't say he was all that magical, he was pretty magical. And just awkwardly, like, yeah, okay, cool. And I'm, like, very excited because I got to see a dragon. 
And like Phineas, he was way bigger than you. I've never seen a dragon before. I assume they were all about his size. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty scary. Uh, Phineas and Daria like are paying attention to you pretty much at the story. And they'll occasionally like when he mentions or points at you guys, they'll look at you. But they're pretty much focused on him to the point where Phineas hasn't even really touched his food. He's just kind of been paying attention. We're like awkwardly eating over here. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just like trying to hide myself in my bowl, pretty much. You're lucky that the creepiness factor went out, or that would have been spiked soup with like super hot pepper or something. But it's safe. I haven't touched it. So she says. Okay. I'm guessing that was out of character. Yeah. Yes. Okay, just check. Yes. She never ones up. Just. That is not going to become a thing. <laughs> It's not fair. <laughs> not for everyone anymore. Anyway. Uh, Alright. Yeah, the dinner goes by pretty uneventful. The evening goes by pretty uneventful. At some point, probably grab these two and be like, So, what now? Well, Hightower, obviously. It does seem to be the uh, next course of action. I do also have a, a question for the DM. Yes. Would we get all that much in like travel funds from the church or we need to like get some money ourselves? Provisions, yes. Okay. Travel funds, yeah. They would give you what they could, but that's not a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, most of whatever tithings or donations they get go back into the community. Yeah. Time to cough up Heather. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have nothing. I mean, like, would you guys like to talk, discuss? I mean, how far away is High Tower? It's some decent ways. Yeah. This is not the most updated map, but... Actually, this may be... No. Uh, so you guys are here. You guys are... This peninsula. High Tower is here. More or less. It's a bit of a jaunt. It's a bit of a jaunt. You guys could do... So, that is about one day's travel. Ooh. Yeah, that's a so, decent trip. Depending on where you guys wanted to stay, like in actual cities, mm -hmm. it's going to take you a while, and then you'll either need to figure out how to cross the river here or go up here and take basically a ferry across and down. Is there a way we could like magically contact the library there <laughs> and see if they even have any information before we make the trip out? Um, I'm going anyhow. Yeah, I need to go there anyway. You're welcome to come with. You can probably find a way to send a message there to see if they have the information, but what information are you looking for? Well, just more information about um, the the champions and the, the gauntlet and all of that. Okay, that might work. Someone might go, I have no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> Join the club. <laughs> so it might just be better to go in person to like the brick and mortar establishment. Miriam didn't even really know much about it. You're looking at like eight to 10 days travel. Eight yeah. to 10 days. Okay. Could be worse, could be worse. Um, it also depends on like either that like forced march mm -hmm. kind of, but if you guys stop at cities and do stuff in cities, it'll be longer. Mm -hmm. And Miriam will write you notes that if there is a temple there, you can probably stay there and refuel and everything, but not every town is going to have a temple mm -hmm. or at least not one of like this size that can actually house people. Yeah. Matt, you remember in Barnabas' preamble, the temple there in um, Nightberry? It was one priest, and then there were like lots of little altars to the different deities, mm -hmm. but it was pretty much just room for that one priest to eat and live and work, and that was pretty much it. Okay. 
I'm planning to go because I've got stuff to deliver, so... Oh, that was in the box that was stolen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It almost became stolen goods. Yep, it was... <laughs> almost. Not good. These <laughs> <laughs> <Games> are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so when are you planning on leaving? As soon as I can. Are you guys coming? Makes sense. Yes, I suppose so. All right, well, as soon Gotta as... keep you guys from killing each other. <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> Alright, well, as soon as you are ready, then... I figure we should probably wait for the morning. Well, obviously. Well, yeah. Let's leave at 3 a.m. <laughs> Technically morning. Technically. We can uh, reconvene at, at Miriam and see if she can provide us with any provisions and then head out. Very well. Hope you guys are okay with camping. Unfortunately. So we'll have to find out. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Why don't you all roll me... Wisdom saving throws. No. <laughs> Six. Fourteen. Seventeen. Alright. Barnabas, you have some wild dreams, but you can't remember them. Okay. Well, you remember, you have some wild dreams as well. Nothing nearly as vivid as the test, but... You remember just brief snippets of different things. You see a tree all in gold. You see a city basically built into a cliff face. You see these two in the woods sitting around a fire. You see a large white pillar sticking out at an angle out of the water. Okay. There's other images that you just can't remember. Those are the ones you manage to remember and like write down as soon as you wake up, I think. Weird. Joel, you have brief snippets of that, the dream you had when you woke up in your dorm for the last time. If those snippets play back in your head. You also see the tall golden tree, but the inside is rotting out. Your inside house is where the foundation is rotting away. And again, you're back inside this massive underground room where the timbers overhead are still have a little bit of rot in them, slowly eating them away. And the weight of all the soil and everything above it pressing down. The last time you had this dream, you were then inside a rotting foot of a man. But now there's no one in this place. There are tables overturned. There are scorch marks on the ground and in the remnants of rugs. The place is desolate and empty. Lovely. And again, you have that resound when you wake up. You still see all these images, but two words ring out in your head. High tower. But they're more like an echo than the scream that they were in your head when you woke up in your dorm room. Gotcha. Probably be the end of an episode. What is inside Willa's mysterious crate? What happened to Maud in Miriam's office? Will Barnabas discover Willa's thieving ways? And what is waiting for our adventurers in Hightower? Find out all this and more next time on The Legends of Loam. Thank you for listening to episode 4 of The Legends of Loam. You can find maps and other world-building assets at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. We are The Legends of Loam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can email us at thelegendsofloam at gmail.com. 
or you can find all those links at our website, thelegendsofloam.com. And hey, thank you for listening. <laughs>